Welcome to 21st in Christ from the One Good Idea podcast. Daniel Shoptaw is my guest today. He is a podcaster, an accountant, and author of the blog, Star Wars Devotional. Our discussion today is about the extent of where Star Wars and Christianity intersect. I hope you enjoy today's podcast, and let's dive right in. So let's just start off with the question that's the theme of this podcast. What can Star Wars teach us about Christianity? Yeah, that's that's big. You know, Star Wars, of course, has such a spiritual aspect to it. Now, not every part of Star Wars works as Christianity, but you could take that and kind of see it through a spiritual or a Christian lens to some degree. As you can say, the force is like God here, but it's not like God here. This is why God is better, partly because God is real and the force isn't. But, you know, there's but there's so many different aspects to it of, you know, even just little small pieces of of moments that kind of can be used as, as illustrations for, for Bible truths or what not to do even as well. I think there's just so much there. I, I just, I started messing with it a couple of years ago and just continuing to dig and, and finding different things that, that really illustrate different scriptures. This is kind of an off the cuff question, but when you think of people like the scavengers that are Han Solo, do you think that there can be a parallel drawn between Christianity and probably the people that probably aren't as involved, your, you know, your Boba Fett's or something like that, where, you know what, they're not really the dark side. They're not really the force, you know, or the galactic empire. You know, what, what do you, what would you say? Would you draw any comparisons with that? Your Han Solo's or your Boba Fett's or somebody? You know, there could be, I would say those doing this again off the top of my head, but I would say that would be kind of people that we would see that live by, you know, their code, but don't necessarily profess to a Christian life. You know, maybe mm-hmm. the the people that you would say are, are nice people or, mm-hmm. you know, they do the right thing most of the time. And, 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 you know, even I know Boba Fett is not that kind of guy, but he lives. I mean, the idea is he lives by his code and what he thinks is right. It may be kind of out a counteraction to society or whatever. And I think that's what you probably see there is people that try to live the best life they can but they don't have the spirit of God in them. They're not professing Christians. Um, and so they're not, at least in their mind, not in the big battle. But as mm-hmm. we see in Star Wars, a lot of times that battle comes to them. You know, and I think you could draw. So for me, I think one of the bigger parallels of Christianity and Star Wars is the story of Anakin mm-hmm. in that there's constantly the voice in his head of evil. giving in. And I like that idea. Um, I don't like it that Anakin turned to the dark side and all that, but I like the idea of Christianity and the story of Anakin kind of lining up in that there's that voice in his head and he has to deal with that. And, you know, in the end he does give in, but I see that as almost Satan's temptation of, you know, this or that, that can constantly stir in you of, a way that is not what he was called to do. I think you can pretty much look at Christianity and find, you know, what you want to see in Star Wars or vice versa, you know, like, oh yeah, I guess that has a Christian theme, you know, mm-hmm. and and get what you want. But I really like the whole Anakin story of dealing with that that strife of good and evil. And in a loose connection, you kind of see the redemption of Anakin Skywalker um, after Return of the Jedi, which is he in the end does 
kind of revert back to good. He does good in the end, which, which is, which is nice, you know, and I don't want to go as far as to say that's like a, you, you know, you can always come back to Christ, which is true, you know, but it's this idea of, you know, the constant battle within us of what the dark side can be. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's very few people are truly evil and there is Mm -hmm. something in them and, and God's always pursuing them. That's what we we're taught was God's always going after them. God's always ready for them to make that turn. And, and that's what, yeah, that's what happened with Anakin. You see that push and pull, especially in return of the Jedi, of course, when Luke is really trying to make that connection with him, but uh, even maybe some in empire where, you know, he's trying to redeem Luke. He's trying to save Luke instead of having to turn him over to the empire or emperor or having to kill him. That conflict is there. And, and you're like you said, it's, it's there for everybody, whether you're on the light side and the dark side's pulling at you or vice versa, it's always going to be there uh, because that's just the way this earth is. Uh, it's just a flawed, a flawed place. And I mean, that's, that's probably the, I think that's why you hear Lucas talk about this really being Anakin's story more, even more so than Luke's, which is what we thought it was. Uh, it really is Anakin's story from good to bad to good. Yeah. Yeah. What, what is a character that you kind of like that you, I don't want to say that you could see as a role model for Star Wars, but what character would you say you look at and you're like, you know what, that guy has got it going on. Uh, Probably, especially when you take the whole picture into it. I mean, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, Obi-Wan starts out in this whole thing as a, you know, almost a rule, rule following, you know, this is the way we do Jedi stuff. And over time, he kind of comes to understanding more the the spiritual thing of it, the more of doing what is right, maybe in a way that isn't necessarily prescribed by the rules. But and then you see him, you know, dedicating his life to, to look over Luke and to, you know, continue to keep that hope alive and then making this the sacrifice needed to, to keep Luke alive. Um, I mean, if you're going to pattern yourself over anybody through the whole movies, Obi-Wan's a, a pretty good choice. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. You know, and I I think Star Wars needs to be kind of watched a few times because as we're talking about this, you know, I'm having to draw from previous knowledge. But when you think mm-hmm. about it, if you like look at a character, you know, and you see the journey that they're in, you know, you talked about how. Lucas says that this is the story of Anakin, you know, and but if you look at it from the perspective, like, well, what if this was the story of Obi-Wan and you see it all the way to when he's, you know, Ben Kenobi, when he makes a sacrifice, kind of see that character expand, being able to use, um, you know, Rogue One or the uh, solo movie. I think that as they start probably coming out with hopefully some spinoffs, then I think, you know, we'll be able to look at them in a different light or in a, in a, in a unique light. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, you look at, you know, what Disney Plus is going to have with uh, with a Mandalorian first off. And that's going to be that, you know, guy on his own, this guy that's not necessarily caught up in all this. And what the stories are going to tell there and what's the driving force for him? What's the the good? What's he you know, how does he do? How does he maybe balance bounty hunting versus, you know, his code. Um, there could be some interesting things come out of that. So, you know, they're not going to stop making Star Wars content anytime soon. And there's going to be plenty of things that we can take 
and then it's a, you know, kind of lay them over the Bible, if you will, and see where they line up and where they don't. Yeah. So let's let's kind of move towards maybe what does Star Wars do that you would kind of look at and say, you know what, let's not model that into um, a godly walk with Christ. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything off the top of your head where you're like, you know, that's probably not something that um, I'd want to pass down to my kids? Uh, the biggest thing maybe is as much as we like to tie the force to to God or his spirit, you know, the force is very impersonal in the Star Wars trilogy. And there's a dark side to it. You know, there's mm-hmm. a, there's a way to use that for evil. And, you know, if you're trying to, you know, use that as as a comparison to Christ and, and God, you can't because mm-hmm. they don't have that evil side and they are very personal. They have come to be in our lives and to know us individually. And it's not just this, you know, impersonal will that kind of pushes you into your destiny or something like that. I mean, you have, you have choices, you have abilities and, you know, your path may go a little differently than, than you think it's going to. Um, But I think that's the biggest thing that can be a trap of thinking that that's a direct one-on-one correlation um, because it is, there's just so much more personal personality to God than mm-hmm. there is to the force. Yeah. You know, I think that when you look at the force, I think that the idea of, you know, faith to move mountains, you mm-hmm. know, maybe, maybe it's like, you know what, <laughs> look at the force and see that as what faith in Christ has the capability of doing is to kind of in an odd way. If Luke or Darth Vader or Ray had faith in God and in that faith, they wanted to do something that is the force slash the Holy Spirit, those things mm-hmm. could happen, you know, technically, right. you know, and I think that right. that's kind of, and I think that that's kind of like, and that's the extent of the force and the Holy Spirit or God, mm-hmm. like look no farther than that, than a, than an illustration, you yeah. know? So I think that that is the case. What have you liked about the the new trilogy and what they have done to the story, to the Star Wars saga in terms of Christianity, um, as well as just any other redemptive themes that maybe it doesn't remind us of God? Um, you know, I guess in general, in a general revelation, everything can remind us of God and have, mm-hmm. you know, a great gift in that. But what have you looked at where you're just like, you know what, what a great illustration of what Christianity embodies? You know, I think maybe when you get to at least what it seemed like Ryan Johnson is trying to do with The Last Jedi and making it, making the force less a priestly thing for one way to put it, and more of a, anybody could have a connection there. Because I think that's, that would be make it more like what we see, because you don't have to be steeped in tradition and training all this to have a connection with God. You can, you know, you can have that connection with God just immediately once you, you know, you pray and, yeah. and accept him. And then you can, of course, you can learn and do more. And I think that maybe uh, the best thing out of that. Um, and then of course, you know, the, the new ones, we don't have that. At least I don't have that uh, familiarity with yet. You know, we haven't watched them 145,000 times, you know, I've only watched them yeah. five to 10. So it's harder to, you know, come off the top, but um you know, being able to see, you know, Ray come out of nowhere and and see that there's something special there, 
Um, I guess we'll have to wait and see how the whole story ends up this in December mm-hmm. to see if right. there's a theme that runs through it. But uh, yeah, I think that's probably that that idea that the force or God is for everyone in some way or form or fashion uh, may be the best thing. Yeah. I like the idea of community. Um, mm-hmm. I think with um, with Poe and Finn and Ray and the girl, the girl that was in the Last Jedi, the, um, the mechanic, yeah, Rose. I think that that's a good one. And I, I obviously, I probably was in the other ones, but I think that they have such a kind of a strong chemistry. But they have they have such a they have such strong characters in those situations where it's not Luke and Leia. They're related. They you got Han Solo you know, so maybe some Ooh. chewy it's, it's like Poe's got his own thing. Finn's got his own thing. Ray's got his own thing. And there is, there's community in that. And I think that that is a good, I like that idea of community of people being able to come together for no other reason of community. I know I keep yeah. saying the word community, but they're, <laughs> they're coming together for a united purpose in a friendship way where, um, you know, and there's love interests, you know, along the way, but, you know, there's a friendship to that. I like that idea. Yeah. And I think that's, I mean, we, we don't know a lot about Rise of Skywalker yet, obviously, but just from the pictures and some of the things that have come out, it, you know, this is going to be a movie, at least in part, where all of these people are together for really the first time. I mean, we see uh, Poe and Ray meet each other at the end of Last Jedi. So to have, Ray and, and Finn and Poe and, you know, looks like Chewbacca maybe and 3PO and whoever are on at least on some of these missions together will kind of foster that, I think, and and see that they have to use each other's gifts and talents to get through whatever they're doing. Um, you can't just let one person do it all, all their own, even though Ray, of course, will probably wind up taking the bulk of it. Just to kind of to wrap this up, I'm just going to ask you some quick fire questions that have nothing to do with Christianity. They just have everything to do with Star Wars. <laughs> All right. And um, there's going to be just three of them. You can elaborate if you want, or you can just give me one word answers and that'll wrap up our show. So first question is, who is your favorite Jedi? A favorite Jedi. Um, well, again, like you said, Obi-Wan early on. I mean, you always identify with Luke and it'd probably be hard to turn down Luke. Um, if you were making the choice. So yeah, I'll say Luke. All right. If you could rank the trilogies from best to worst, how would you rank them? Yeah, that's, that's at least you're saying the trilogies because anytime I start trying to rank individual movies, it never works out well. I feel like whatever you come into is always going to be like your favorite because that's what got you there. So yeah, the, the original trilogy is mine. Cause I was in the, I was three when I saw it in the movie theater. Um, you know, it was in a in a re-release. So it was about seventy nine. Uh, saw Star Wars there, and you know, loved it ever since. You know, kind of probably right now would rank the sequel trilogy above the prequel trilogy. Not that I have you know huge problems with the prequel trilogy. And again, anytime a Star Wars movie's on, no matter, I'll watch it. But um, we'll see. I, I think there is a little bit more to the story um maybe here so far and of course the flash shot i was very divisive but i i liked it and i liked what it did and made a little bit of difference so i'd probably go with those but you know again it's star wars you're not gonna go wrong mm-hmm. all right and then last question are you getting disney plus and if you are are you just getting it to watch the mandalorian not just the mandalorian i am okay. getting it yes um okay. Not just the Mandalorian. I mean, of course, you know, you've got another year of Clone Wars, which is big. You've got 
the Kenobi series that'll be coming out, the Cassian Andor series and whoever else. But, you know, it's got all the Marvel stuff. It's got so many other things. It's it's um, I'm sure that the price will continue to go up over the years. But right now, it's almost too hard to pass up. Well, Daniel, thank you for coming on to One Good Idea Podcast. I appreciate you taking the time out to talk about Star Wars and Christianity. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening today. If you're interested in Daniel's blog or podcast, the links are below. I appreciate you listening today. I hope you get something from this episode and find someone today that you can make a difference in their lives. Have a great day.